0: Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends, a podcast about people sitting and drinking, living vicariously through people running and winning. You have found me, the ever-present biggest tiger and once-named godfather of West Tiger's Twitter, nested deep in the heart of Bowman's best-kept cupboard. A room so small, it's often invited by other kind of small rooms to parties to make the kind of small rooms look bigger next to it. Rooms are such bitches. Magically transforming our bland vocal vibes into sound wave high fives are the two best producers' beer can buy Mr. Merchandise and Uncle Tim. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello. Howdy. Slumped patiently on this side of the ironing board with me like a shaved gorilla waiting for a treat is Miguel <laughs> Fat Mike Sanchez. How are you? Good. Here's your treat. And propped, <laughs> <laughs> propped a jar on his seat like a rainbow lorikeet waiting for a postal plebiscite. Is Dr. Hauser MD.
1: Where's your bird feed? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just quickly to our employers, our views are our own, so our pimps from LBJ Hookers can lay off. And there are so many puns in that sentence, I'm not even going to do them all. Do them all as part of those puns. Beer! Let's have some. We're still uh, still smashing well, Balmain, but yeah. we've gone back to the Pilsners. Pilsners, one of the original ones, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think the original one we found was the Bok, which was a... Uh, that was the oh. first. No, original in their timeline. Oh, right. sorry. Yeah. Oh, you've already done it, pubes? Okay, then. Cheers.
2: No Cold and
1: frosty. Cheers,
0: everybody. And uh, obviously we've opened those with Balmain's best bottle opener. Uh, Miguel, talk to me about weekend. Uh, did a bit of cooking on Friday night for a cookbook that I was involved in. Oh Yeah, with the brothel. <laughs> The brothel. With our pimps. The pimps insisted that you cooked something.
2: <laughs> and yeah. It was good. They and, photographed you. And so I went to the shoot on Saturday and I took home a lot more food than I gave. Shoot. Which was, yeah, shoot, quote unquote. <laughs> which was excellent. Just uh, in the background. Watched the rugby last night. <laughs> and I've been at a long oh, lunch yeah. today for Dad's 70th birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Well, it's belated. It was in July. but okay. uh, <laughs> Fat Dave. He's now 83. Fat Dave. <laughs> and his spouse and I treated him and his... Um, Wife to lunch at the boathouse, which was very enjoyable. enjoyable. It's where where P Doctor got one of his first jobs, I believe. Very much Mm. so. And Fat Fat Dave Dave came in. Yeah, so a lot of memories flying around there. So it was great. It was a really good weekend. And you had the snapper. I did snapper pie. There's always been something weird about fish in a pie. That has never really appealed to me. However, you can get a scallop pie in Tasmania. The doctor was telling me plenty of
1: scallop pies. But I cooked a fish pie this week. It was great.
2: Yeah, well, Dave, but you worked at the boathouse. I did. He told me that if I no haven't had it before, that. that I should get it yeah. at least once, and I was suitably impressed. It was it's very, very good.
1: good for your senses. <laughs> it Overload. It's all it was excellent. truffle goodness. Uh, and
0: then on Friday night, you obviously were or weren't watching something to do with the AFL because you get chewed out a little bit, which is going to come up later. Oh, it was great. I I, I welcome dance, dance, the the Twitter sphere. Absolutely,
1: yeah.
2: I, fact, I support you in what you're doing. Thank you. Because I won't
1: I won't tell you what the biggest T was doing either.
2: I don't know what he was doing. Something well, pointless. I was working
0: for the employers at the time. wasn't I? laying down oh. and copying one. On that Friday. Well, I'm going to talk about it now. On well, Friday night I was with you and Cas. Dog a birthday thing. I was watching the football that side. You were watching the <laughs> AFL this side. That's true. Yeah, right at me. Well, what are the, you talking about? There was only one good game that night, though. Oh, what was it? <laughs> no, you're right. The Swans' win was excellent, for sure, especially since the rest of the pub was also going for the AFL. But I, uh, I had a good view of, of all the NRL bits, yeah, and uh, I did a sneaky little. That pub is fine. What pub was it? We were at the. Well, you prefer out, not to Death. name it. No, the Tox Death, yeah, and uh, the pub there's fine. They have a great weird Carlton at- Brewery, yeah, Sell. vibe, mm. but they're they're all of their foods like twenty five bucks. So I wasn't. And it's buying not that. great either. If I ran down to the perfectly. local sushi, which was on that block, oh, and yeah. I picked up an... like we're just about to throw everything out. Good luck with Salamonella deal. (laughs) Salamanders. (laughs) And then came back and ate it at the pub and they were like, one guy was like, "Hey, like, are you supposed to be doing that?" And I said, dong, dum 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 dum." <laughs> it's
2: like one of those unwritten rules. He's yeah, not yeah. So, but fuck that. I feel poor, like if you don't form. sell
0: sushi, then I'm allowed to go and buy sushi and bring it in. That's that's how that's who I buy. specious reasoning at <laughs> yeah. best. I was gonna buy sushi. You didn't sell it, so yeah. I went and got it. You don't serve things yeah. in two cubes. You've worked permits. You I don't want to know yeah, about yeah. it. <laughs> I didn't buy beers. I didn't take beers to the bloody bottle shop. Was that a good night though? Yeah, it was a good night. Yeah. Well, I mean, all the wins. Happy weird. birthday to Kaz. Yeah, he yeah, was, was very enjoying it. Excellent. Uh, what else happened for you that weekend other than drinking with me? Well, I had a bit of a Miguel San-
1: Sanchez night. Sanchez um, oh, weekend, good. I should say.
0: Uber drivers to and from. Did
1: one thing. <laughs> bantering about. Did one thing. Didn't do any, anything yeah. else for the rest of the weekend.
0: Yeah, that's how I my was. Pretty quiet. Go. Speaking of Miguel getting bashed, there was a guy. I can't remember what his what his hand was, but there was a guy on Twitter who screenshot Miguel. It's like the something Friends mother at the poach mother or yeah. pooch mother or Screenshot Miguel up asking to follow him and he just tweeted but not adding Michael because he um, I he wasn't, he was... he wasn't going to follow him. But it was just like, sorry, Miguel, like not going to follow another Arsenal supporter like a fucking <laughs> And because I do follow him, I was like, ah! And then screenshot it and the send it to Miguel going, look, everybody hates you and they don't even know you. Like, I welcome the bans. So I feel like he that's what great. Twitter was invented for.
2: And the silver lining of that story is that now we follow each other. Yeah, well, so. he worked out when you were happy with Happy the ever bands. after. Yeah. yeah no,
0: that was cool. I feel like I've got to test
2: the waters first.
0: And I think I'm with you. If you don't like Vance on Twitter, then you uh, shouldn't be there. The West Tigers have continued their walk along the NRL tightrope. Yeah, of course they do. That's what they do every week. We're going to start um, looking at Thursday night with the Seagulls and Shaitens. However, our friend Ian, friend of the pod Ian, who often sends us great questions or at least sends a big t quote questions. Let's
1: start with the Eels and the Titans.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to let you know that he's asked a great question. What are the five best improvements the West Tigers have had this year? I'm going to ask you that again at the end of this session so you've had your time to think about it. Can I give
1: you one straw for that? I've
0: already thought about it I've only got two. (laughs) Paramatta Seals versus the at Withdrawal Stadium. Paramatta won 30-8. This game had an excellent demonstration of Parramatta's defensive line and how to do it well. So they would do ones where the ball would come out, the Titans' ball would come out wide, and one guy, often the second row guy, would run out to put pressure on the guy catching the ball. And if he caught it and couldn't put the pressure on, he would then back back quickly using his wrist to then see where the line was supposed to be and then the line would keep moving together. So it was an excellent way to show people how to put pressure on but also keep a line. Unfortunately, though, for the Eels, Cooper Cronk or Jonathan Thurston, if he ever comes back, will always we'll, we'll find a way to exploit that, but it was great to see it working well for them. Uh Will Smith broke a hundred tackles. Will Smith, by the way, mm, he's, he's given up. He's retired rap. He's retired. Um, yep. Man in Black. He's playing for them. And in the th- rapping minute, the memories. Fresh Prince is here. Yeah, he broke a hundred. Well, what appears hundred tackles, and I say that with an asterisk. It's my impressionist statistics. hundred <laughs> tackles to put um, to put the game to bed at the forty-fifth minute. Rad Radra scored a crazy try. Now, have you heard about the controversy oh, from this I haven't, guy? no.
1: That try would be, wouldn't be would be so bad if Ray Hadley wasn't involved
0: in oh, it. Fuck me. Don't. Get, oh, You are going to get me started with him. <laughs> Please I've even start. got an angry emoji in a moment <laughs> just because I wanted to remember how fired up I was. Anyway, he drops. He definitely drops the ball. It's an absolute hot mess. The referees say to, let's keep playing and took it as a try and then the Bunker Rossa somehow said it was a try. Okay, crazy shit happens. LG for the Shitans also had a shocker. He looked like a kid in the park just running from side to side, not being able to side to side, finding nothing. But, wow, the referee copped it all night. And I, I mean, I get that some of it was poor particularly the semi ride Roger call, but fucking shit happens. And fuck me, Hadley spent the first 30 minutes subtly complaining about the penalty count. Like, oh geez. Jesus, he's 5-3, is it at the most? It's only 20. woof What's that? 6-4. <laughs> you can count, you fuckwit. It is. Yeah. Who cares? A week after the, he sat and complained about the last Thursday nights game where the rest didn't call enough ruck penalties, this fuckwit's going to sit there and start complaining about all the ones we're having in this one. You don't get it both ways, you toolbat. And if you can't, fill space while you're commentating, then you shouldn't fucking be there. And unfortunately, in the meantime, I mean, I want you to fuck your pathetic excuses off for time feeling, get your affairs in order and get in the sea. And in the meantime, Foxtel, allow me to goddamn Chromecast to my my goddamn television so that I don't have to listen to that tool anymore and I can listen to Yvonne and Vossi. Anyway, the pass from Moses and the footwork from the Galaxy Defender, Will Smith, were Galaxy amazing <laughs> <laughs> in the death of the game. <laughs> and, look, and I can hear my um, my rugby league brother, Paddy Squid, as I'm now calling him because he saw he got inked on the week. <laughs> yeah, Paddy Squid grinding his teeth as I talk about how Moses did a good job and most TIG fans also fume at Moses, but I just don't care anymore. We also learned this week that uh, a few weeks ago, Australia's greatest team beat the Shitans, and it still seems to be affecting the Shitans. They've been fucked forever. Have Rassled. you heard? Have you heard about the Hain and Neil Henry debacle yeah. going on? Can they I, had some Tigers. Tigers, Tigers crisis did.
2: intervention yeah. Yeah. mode Defcon Seven I talks, he, talks. I heard, I heard some interesting
1: um, commentary in the media this week about um, the whole rift between the two of them, and it comes back to Kane L G, who played like rubbish this in Thursday night game. Yeah. But his reasons for backing Neil Henry, I almost lost it. He said, I've been playing like rubbish for the last five weeks and I'm still playing. So, <laughs> so, so I like him. So I like him. I can't bag him because he's gross. put me on the field each week. So I don't know if that's a, a bad call for Kane LG or a bad call for even Neil Even Sterlow
2: came out and roasted Hayne pretty poorly Everybody. and said you can't. And even Nathan Hindmarsh. And he didn't do it so overtly as Peter Sterling, but he said it's difficult to know what kind of Hayne you're going to get. was yep. the... I think the, Haynes in the game for just the memes. He just create <laughs> It's a lucrative a, industry. <laughs> if he was an artist or a, had any yeah. creative
0: bone in his body, he just does the
2: <laughs> headlines and people just. Psh. I think most people are not on his side, and whether or not they but choose to cover that up,
0: can you can you blame the Titans for dumping? Absolutely not. The, they get rid of. They get rid sorry. Of getting Neil, rid of Haynes. They get rid of Neil and. Neil, am I saying that right? They get rid of Neil Henry. Hen- yeah, Neil Henry. H A Y, and he gets. They're paying him six hundred k or something like that. And so to pay his contract out, that only costs them that. But they have to pay out one point two million for Hay yeah. to walk. I mean, who, it's a lot who, of money tied up in a grunt. So in that, <laughs> that's right. I feel the same about you. Uh, <laughs>
2: so you're not paying me anything.
0: <laughs> the Irish Tiger, who's a new, fresh face to Twitter. In fact, this was his first tweet um, ever without responding to someone at the underscore Irish underscore tiger get around the bloke. Uh Hash NRL Eels Titans. If coaches are fined for criticizing refs calls, then commentators should be too fucking disgraceful. Testify, Big Dog. Diamond DJ Geo, I'm a Tigers fan, so I'm used to watching a low-quality game or two, but this is an absolute sneaker. <laughs> <laughs> and then the most important piece of information that came out of that uh, from that game was from Patty Squid. At Patty Seal 17, at the pub, watching the footy and having a drink. I'm enjoying life as an 18-year-old finally. Smiley Congratulations, face. Patty. Yeah, good on you, Patty Squid. Uh, Friday... The Rabbits and the New Zealands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At Withdrawal Stadium again. This gets better. 36-18. <laughs> this game went to script. Johnson outside inside a ball um, that put them ahead at, for the 58 minutes was great. The Rabbits looked so dominant with Cook and not as much with Farrell, which is so, so sad and becoming something that happens every week. Uh, Ellen didn't look that bad in attack, but just looked so horrible in D, no effort in D. Uh, Pat Picanti, our, our reporter du jour for all things rabbits.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: if, any, if anyone missed a game and is thinking about watching it, I'd advise watching the 60th minute, if at all. A pretty <laughs> average game of football, but South's attack was just a little bit stronger And when I say south attack, I clearly mean Alex Johnson. That man is a try-scoring machine and I don't say that lightly as he is literally the top try-scorer in the NRL at the moment. 22 tries and is in as many games. He's giving Inglis a run for his money as fullback and I spent the last five minutes of the game dreaming about how good 2018 is going to be with the back row when they add Gagai. Did he not pull a hamstring scoring a try? Yeah, he did. He hyperextended something. Oh, no, right. Or, or He's transferring Johnson. Muscle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's Correct. right, though. What do you do with that three? You put Gagai in the centres, you put Inglis somewhere, you put Johnson wing again, you put Inglis in the fullback, or do you? I'm seeing a little
1: Melbourne Storm appearing in the South's Inglis, Gagai. Do you think Inglis will actually line? come back?
0: That's sure. another good question. He surely comes back. He's quite yeah. young.
1: He will be back for sure. Yeah. But the whole those combinations that the Storm have with Cronk and Cameron Smith and now mm. Gagai and Inglis joining up together like a trio, if you will. Yeah, of excellent players. And what are you worried about that the salary cap doesn't work? No, because or... if there's two Queenslanders, I like it's Gagai and um, Inglis. Inglis. Hmm. So what is it they... about Gagai that you like? He's an absolute. He's not a tosser. He doesn't mm. talk himself up, but he is an absolute. Domination on the field.
0: Yeah. And I'm also going to, just for the people at home, if you want to know what Uncle Tim looks like, he looks like Gagai has had too much time in the sun and...
1: Yeah.
0: ..from Uncle Tim. So Uncle Tim is in the sun for too long and grows a beard. And a few grey hairs. No, take that that's the other way around. If Uncle Tim sits in the sun too long and loses his beard, that's gay guy. Yeah. If Gay Guy goes to England for six months and grows a beard, that's Uncle Tim, everybody.
1: You're able to spot me easily
0: now. Yep. What so running down the street, but breaking tackles. <laughs> yeah, the only
1: difference is um gay guy can run through a
0: crowd. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, the other thing though is I mean, I I also have a lot of respect for Gaga, for Gagai. I just... Gaga, <laughs> Gaga, G- 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 But uh, I just think he's playing too well for Queensland at the moment, so I couldn't possibly like him. So I'm happy to eat, liking this at the moment because he hasn't done anything horrible to us. Yeah. Queenslander. No, he, did, he has back in the days, but not for a while. Uh, the restart kick went dead by Widdop in the 22nd minute, which was terrible. The Bronx... Oh, this is the wrong game. <laughs> Oh, we finished. Great. The Broncos and the Dragons were in <laughs> Riz <Gris>, Vegas. <clears throat> 24 to 12, the Bronx got up over the Dragons. And hello, Broncos, you are definitely going to win everything. Um, it's great to see that b Baracus, b Baracus, the Mr. T, you know from the A-Team? Yeah. He's got the, a job. The original Mr. T. Yeah, he's got a job. He is refereeing... Um, NRL. Really? And he was refereeing the game here at uh, British Vegas because what's he, I don't actually know. His, I can't remember his real name. Um, <laughs> the guy who's the best referee at the moment, he did all the origin ones.
1: Insert blank.
0: Anyway, he's actually... Blankety blank. He was actually the referee and he has a haircut and face that looks so much like Mr T. Was he wearing a necklace? He, It's his whistle. <laughs> Once he puts his whistle over his neck, he is Mr. T. Anyway, Paul Vaughan, excellent backing up. Try, brought uh, the Dragons into this in the 18th minute. That's when Reed Stark went dead by Witter and then the Bronx just looked dominant ever, ever, <laughs> forever after that. But kept dropping, but, oh, my God, the Broncos looked dominant after that but kept dropping passes. Dragons played well, which makes the Broncos look like a real contender because they still put them away. The last 10 minutes of the Bronx defence was amazing, even though the game was wrapped up. Uh, This is when Miguel wrote, I'm in a pub and all I can watch is the AFL at this time. What Mm. is
1: the pub you went to? I should go there more often. I went to Frankie's. Oh, even better.
0: Yeah. I wrote you saying, it's Sydney, change pubs. And one-eyed tiger underscore wrote, "He's probably eating a fucking cheese platter and wearing a jacket with elbow patches as
1: well."
0: (laughs) I missed that. It's so good. That's ruthless. I roll emoji as well. Fucking
2: loved it. I was actually, I was actually live updating that. I wasn't actually watching it to clarify, right? Because I was still cooking my thing for the cookbook. Oh, I'm glad. But I know that. that I just it occurred to me that they were playing. A quality game. That no, night, no so they yeah. were playing tonight, and that you made a ridiculous <laughs> bet on them winning. And to my, you know, immediate surprise, they were up oh, so strong. Yeah. So I wasn't watching it, but I appreciate the roast and it's definitely warranted.
0: Uh, Saturday, the first game, Newey in the storm at the Greasy Spoon, which is McDonald's Stadium. <laughs> Who eats McDonald's with a spoon? <laughs> That's an American expression, right? Uh, and Newey got pumped. Twelve forty-four. This game also went to script, except for the uh, winning market was was really weird. Uh, Melbourne made so many meters up the middle, so many errors, though, attacking, which was so weird for Melbourne. So when they were char- so when they would have the ball from their 20 to the Newcastle's 20, they could do anything they wanted. Easy meters. But then the moment Newey got to the 20 into the red zone, as they like to call it, they were uncharacteristically shit. Newey looked Um, like all the bottom teams. Some flare and attack, uh, but just couldn't hold it in D. Actually, that's unfair. Newcastle don't look as bad as the Dogs. Newcastle looked like they could score, and the Dogs don't really look like they can ever score until tonight, so thanks for ruining that, douchebags. Brady Croft, the next-generation Cooper Cronk for the Storms, scored a hat-trick and two try assists. And after after that game, he talked about how excited he was just to be playing with um, superstars. Mm. So when they were saying to him, you know, how, how's it like being in first grade and doing this and they're expecting him to say like, oh, you know, full credit to Newcastle, you know, they really made it difficult, but blah, 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 blah. He was just like, I played a game with Cameron Smith. Everybody's here. I took the ball out wide and I passed it into it. Oh, who's the fucking centre for those guys? He's great. Chambers, I couldn't believe it. There he was. It was adorable. He was still kind of looking around like he needed to find something for them to sign. Like he was, yeah. Because he's played, I think this is his third or fourth game this year. I think but he every- had
1: his contract in his pocket that he wanted to sign. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> But he's oh they're gonna sign him. He's <laughs> the next thing for them. But he every time he's played for Melbourne this year though, he's um it's been during origin time, so all the other big three have been out. So this yeah. is his first time that Cooper wasn't playing and he got to play with the big ones. And he had a great time. Interesting fact, Billy Slater is now true two tries off being the second highest try scorer ever in the hundred plus games of rugby league. Wow. Who's number one? Oh, it's gonna be someone that I should have researched. So it's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Storm. Excellent. Storm. It's a person. <laughs> Storm's wrapped up the minor premiership as well with that win. So congratulations yeah. to you cheating. We have so many rounds to go to go as well. Is it two or three rounds? Two, to yeah. two rounds. Rooting Stars played the greatest rugby league team in Australia at the foam neck brace park. Because it's called Alliance, it's an insurance place. Foam neck brace. Get yourself in the bin, idiot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Someone's called an HIA.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-two, eighteen. We went down. Worst possible setup for us, by the way. Five thirty Saturday game. Penara, Penar, Perinara refereeing, Anasta on the fucking call team, and we were playing the Roosters, who love to pump us. Thirteen plus. And for those of you uh, um, looking at me, not having any idea how bad we are, this is our tenth loss in a row, and the nine out of those ten have been sorry. Against the Roosters. Against the Roosters. 10 plus in a row. And all of them were 13 plus except for this one. So they have pumped us every time we've played them for about the last five years. So we're on the improve. And so, Yeah, buddy. Next time. Small gains. It'll only six. be by two instead of four. <laughs> uh, the first 20 minutes it looked like this game was going to go to script where the Roosters would pump us by 47 and we'd be lucky to score twice. Luke Brooks said no. Kid is really starting to stand up. He's showing he's got some great kicking, especially short kicking, and his passing was great. His running, when he sees something, is also excellent. I think that's an Ivan tick. His pass choice to take the lead runner or dump it out the back is top notch, and his kicking game is still a major focus. But with that sorted, he'll finally be one of the top-tier halfbacks in this comp, and I'm so glad that he stayed out of those blokes. The fact that we led it all in this game is excellent. The fact that Teddy stood up in this game is excellent. We ran less metres, we had less kicks and less possession, but still ended up with a better completion rate, better kick metres and less errors. That's massive for us. One killer, though, was missed tackles. We were Wallaby-esque with our missed tackles. We had 41 missed tackles to 18. And that is Is that an, at 80 minutes? I was, about, I was just about to make that joke. <laughs> Don't but, ruin uh, it. Do it then. No, it's going to come later. Uh. I'm a it anyway. Anyway. <laughs> it is a joke. Hey, listeners. <laughs> oh, no, that was rude. <laughs> anyway, Wallabies-esque in that we did 41 and they did 18, but as we did over 80 minutes, whereas the Wallabies... <laughs> They accomplished what the Tigers minutes. couldn't <laughs> in 40 minutes. Speaking <laughs> of stats, our rookies Matt Eisenhuth and another had another massive game with 118 meters and 44 tackles. While Alex Twal continued his great form with 123 meters and 35 tackles off the bench. This kid has now played. He's played since the Sharks, Alex Twal, I think it's about six games. He's missed two tackles in six games. Two tackles, in, missing two tackles in one game is normal. Mm. So he's in
1: the wrong team, by the sounds of it. <laughs> well, he's
0: in the right team, big dog. He's <laughs> going to get paid more if he keeps that up. Best thing about this isn't how great those blokes are. It's that Ivan picked them. So this wasn't like a Jason Taylor or someone that he's inherited. He's seen those two kids or he's seen those this young talent and he's gone, not only is that good, I can work with it, and he is. He's working beautifully with them. I'm so excited for them. Massive up to all the boys. So proud of both um, games that we backed up. I almost feel like we can actually win games, like we might actually beat the cows and we'll definitely beat New Zealand, which means we could probably end up as high as 12 if that happens and if people beat the dogs and stewards, things like that. At E Richardson underscore Elaine Richardson. What an awesome performance by at West Tigers. Bad luck not to get the win, but can't fault your 80 minutes performance. And I completely agree with that young lady. The Cows played the fish and chips up in the tropics. 16 to 26, the fish and chips got up. And I thought this would be a close one, but the Sharks bounced back big time from last week with a lot of early points. Maloney, last week I commented, was (coughs) injured, came back way too early and had an absolute shocker. This week, he's finally back to full uh, health and he absolutely dominated the entire time and I love that guy. The Sharks had more dummies than Baby Kingdom. (laughs) <laughs> and the cows bought all of them. Which is great news for Luke, Luke for Luke Brooks and Lolo, because they can sell a few good ones themselves, and I'm hoping that the cows are still buying them next week. Cows are cooked. They they are up to 32, 32 players that they've had so far this year because of injuries, and that the fact that you're supposed to have 13 on the field, 17 including in bench, and you're up to 32 over the year, is terrible. Hope Jonathan
1: t- Thurston accounts for about five of those yeah. players. <laughs> that's <true>.
0: good. <laughs> Today, Sunday the 20th, the Clap and the Panthers at Mount Meningus My Finger Stadium. <laughs> and the Shit. Clap, that's good. The Clap went down 22 26. Well, the beautiful Tiger, uh, every time she hears someone say Malmeninga, she. Can't not say smell my finger. It's actually really weird. <laughs> she could be falling asleep and then hear it like on the radio. She, smell my finger. Like it's it's. And weird the best watch, part about right. that is the person
1: smelling the finger is Ricky Stewart, coaching at <laughs> <in> the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> historical
0: reference. The uh, <laughs> thanks for the brackets. <laughs> it's a historical reference.
1: <laughs>
0: the entire eighty minutes did not. The entire eighty minutes did not disappoint. With both sides going to end end to end before Tyron May and no one knows who that is put a four pointer 7 minutes out from the siren to secure the win for the pennies despite managing to take the lead the raiders lost their way with 69% completion rate as Nathan Cleary's oh sorry as Nathan Cleary led the Penrith Panthers to prove Nathan <laughs> Cleary's led Penrith, which were too cl- who were too clinical with the ball. According to NRL.com, the Panthers' seven-game winning streak is the best since their Premiership winning season in 2003, and Griffin's men will feature in the back-to-back final series for the first time in 2004, which is great for them. Shanta, who is an excellent personality on Twitter, and I strongly suggest you get around him, he's a Penrith bloke and very funny, I'm still not sold on Penrith's premiership credentials, but I was very pleased with the win today. We're not normally the kind of side who can come back and win with momentum and lead swings to the opposition in the second half, but it's fantastic to be able to keep the winning keep, to keep winning even though they got much they've got much to figure out how much to play. Chunter, hmm, that doesn't work. Also, did Ivan? you read it correctly? Don't blame Shanto. <laughs> I am. Also, Ivan was right to pump the brakes on an early contract extension talks with Nathan. He's comfortably going to be a millionaire with his next deal with the worst foggers. Oh, it's weird that you'd write that at the end of that, Shanta. <laughs> uh, Doggies and Anyone But Manly were also the last game today at Withdrawal Stadium and the Doggies got a win, 30-16. to Fuck me, man! You had one job. I saw the Cogra Bay Eagle flying over this afternoon. must have been going there. (laughs) K-Bay? Yeah. One fucking easy job. Beat the 2017 Bulldogs. And this is such an easy job. It's like asking you to go to the fucking bathroom not piss on yourself. (laughs) It's quite difficult. (laughs) But you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. You came back covered in it. Up to your fucking (laughs) eyeballs in your own piss. And now, not only are you embarrassed, but you've ruined everybody else's entire evening. So let's all get back to working towards bottoming out the fucking dogs. The bearded horse Foley had a good game (laughs) with the boot and the Morris twins were also very good, but really the Manly left side defence was fucking woeful all night. At one tiger underscore wrote, The Tigers broke Manly at at Bulldogs. (laughs) Yeah, fucking A. Ash, NRL Bulldogs Manly. (laughs) And K-Bay, the Cogra Bay Eagle. Hey, Won't wait till full-time to message you. (laughs) Inept performance. made the dogs look like world beaters, which is hard too. I said... I asked him, do you think we'll make the eight? Not if we continue like this, buddy. <laughs> Very flat performance. d e d c e D. C. E. Not decided. I think the season getting too long for the mighty Sea Eagles. Seeing <laughs> <is> baby Bunting <laughs> with um, uh, the Cowboys this weekend. I <laughs> mean, the season's getting too long for the mighty Sea Eagles. Longer for them than anybody else. I don't understand what One- <laughs> Okay, good. Well, a Last I heard it was the same for every team. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it won't be for his year. This year Ugh, won't be for his team. This year, like us, because they're going to stop before September, Or it's going to be really long for people like. Brisbane and Melbourne. Uh, before we move on, growler at Ian underscore Johnson 68. Biggest. What are your top five improvements for 2017 with the WT in order? Have you got any? I've Funny got a few.
2: Yeah, I'd Lolo's my... I know I'm unaware that he has not yeah, yeah. played the whole season, but from when he signed, which was... Mid-season. Yeah, like a few months ago to now, yeah. I think he's looking way more dangerous and fit, which is the biggest thing. Yeah. I'm going to put Luke Brooks in there as well. And at number three is Cheekham.
0: Yeah. Number I like
2: Miguel. I feel like, like he's featured more heavily, which yeah. to me is a sign of improvement. So,
0: you've got to need The whole, whole the-
2: atmosphere, the coach, for one, has changed the atmosphere of the Tigers. Yeah, that's
0: an excellent pick for number one. Yeah, and also the lack of media stitch ups around us has also been great. We, have, we were constantly copying all the media stitch ups mm. before. Uh, mine in order is Brooks' D. Has been excellent. He's doing much better reading. He he had an absolute clanger in the second try I think the Roosters put on where Pierce double-pumped and Brooks was standing still and they ran straight through. But other than that, he's been excellent. My number four, Brooks's fifth tackle options. Last year I was screaming at both him and Moses to do something and they often did very little or something stupid and so that's come a long way. Number three, Brooks's running game. <laughs>
2: you are to to
0: pick a player. Not a, not no, a... he said not an aspect. <laughs> Five improvements. These are all... Uh, okay. Brooks' running game has been excellent, and I think that's completely Ivan's fault. He's seeing things and he's doing things, and he's almost... I said this the other day. He's almost Tedesco-esque. He has nowhere near as many tackle breaks, but his elusiveness and his stop on a diamond turn is excellent. Uh, number two, Lolo's fitness. I completely agree. Excellent. In the first few games, he looked slow and lethargic, and he needs to be... Crazy quick off the mark, and he's He'd really like getting the Feeder, fat, and lazy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and violent. But number one, I think our biggest improvement are forwards. We have struggled with formers. The fact that we brought in Tim Grant as some kind of savior, who was an absolute fucking potato of a human, <laughs> and he is still an absolute ugh, potato. Yeah. I was trying to think of a of Another type vegetable? of potato. No, I <laughs> was trying to think of a type of potato. I couldn't come up with anything.
1: Adam Sweet. Blair sums up that bringing in forwards who are supposedly yeah. good from other clubs mm. and just do nothing mm. and it doesn't surprise me.
0: But that tall bloke, Alloy, um, your bloke, Cheekham, who's playing mostly in the centres but is a second role. All of those young forwards that um, Ivan are working with is my number one massive improvement. And I appreciate anyone who asks us a question such as that.
2: I love sport.
0: Yeah, we do. What do you got, Doctor? What's happening in the world of AFL? Wow.
1: Sorry. It's already not, there. Not ah. ready for that moment just yet. <laughs> the world of AFL, it all started with Miguel in the pub on Friday night watching what? the, Was great, it in the puppet? Yes. watching the greatest A-Pub. game of the weekends, all codes included. And yeah, we're code-inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it would be rugby watching New Zealand score a lot of tries or the um, Tigers trying to score more tries than the Roosters, the Swans played finals footy for once. They Earlier in the week, Dean Rampy, which is one of their key backs, young fella, has great hair, quite a mo, um, said to the media, this is a, a finals game for us. We're in the second last round of the... Season, yep. So it's obviously not um, <laughs> Did the they, reporter tell him that? <laughs> they were playing number one, the Adelaide Crows And they came out and they played like it was a final Which was exciting to see It was a great contest The whole game was Swans playing strongly The Crows coming back And then there was a tussle Up until the last few minutes Where the Swans finally got up by three points Which was nerve-wracking You could turn around the pub It's not much, is it? Nope Turn around in the pub and you can see everyone watching the Including AFL on the me, big screen in the back. with the sound on. And the, I saw a Bronco jumping about on the other screen.
0: You're an idiot. By the time the but, AFL was getting towards the last quarter, all other sport was finished because it goes so fucking long.
1: <laughs> no, it's just your concept of time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, the Broncos game had finished. The second game had finished by the time.
1: Um, but that. That just gave me great excitement. Buddy Franklin was playing like a machine. Only kicked three goals, I think, but, um, but doing the whole team, well. the defense was extraordinary. The, it was just exciting to watch. Um, the rest of the um, round pretty much went as per... to script as big Expected, as well. I would say. Um, the Hawthorne Hawks did it to me again. They beat us two weeks ago the swans in that clash because they always managed to beat the swans and they lost they're playing number their're number 12 the Hawks and they lost to number 15 against Carlton and I was that just makes me writhe in my seat that they <laughs> play so <laughs> shit against a like lower a lower, g- lower grade team than they do against um the quality of the swans I'd like to say but just aside from this week's rounds i've it's getting there's one more round to go before finals. The Swans are biting; they're equal on points. We definitely
0: make it for the the top four. However,
1: we're out just by two percent in the percentage, which is for and against, basically. Um, But I was looking at a few statistics today about who's in, who's looking like they'll make the finals, and who aren't. Compared to last year, there are four new teams in the finals Mm. in twenty seventeen, which is half. And I was trying to think like. Does that happen in the NRL? Maybe three teams. No, like there's a consistent, not consistent. There's a consistent top eight, I yep. feel. Um, but there's quite a big shuffle. And the premiers from last year...
2: Nowhere
0: to be Nowhere seen. Nowhere to
1: be seen, mm. which is huge. That's
0: great for the sport, I think. Yeah, but there's Yeah, but two... we said the opposite the other day when I was just like, it's great that the Sharks look like they might get back into the... Depends what lens you're looking through, but...
1: Yeah, but yeah. there's two teams that have, like sort of blown AFL away, who have been like cellar dwellers for a long time, Melbourne being number one. Mm. They haven't played finals for 10 years. Cellar dweller.
0: I'm a big fan of that. They
1: haven't played finals for 10 years, which is massive for a club. Mm. And they've gone through a huge rebuilding and they've had a lot of trouble with like key figures in their club um, having cancer and like everyone sort of supporting them again and like Mm. that sort of made them stronger after a tough time. But Essendon, after the drug scandal um mm. bottom out last year they won 3 games
2: to shit out the Newcastle Knights of the AFL.
1: Yep, and then this year they they're in eight. There's no guarantee they'll be in the finals, but they've won 11 games. So for a team to be able to just turn around their mm. season after
0: How are the Gold Coast Suns going, do you know? Uh
1: are they around they're, the bottom? they're dropping down um, further because the they're run. also
0: one of those shit teams.
1: Yeah, and they had. There were hopes they got beaten by the bombers actually.
0: Oh, um,
1: wow. This weekend, um, but they they were looking alright. And get, there's speculation about Gary Ablett staying or going. Yeah, but they sacked their coach, which is going to lead me into um, our interest segment. Um, but yeah, AFL. I think have already led us all there. AFL's anyway, exciting, and there's so much to talk about. But um, in sad news, one. Of the greats of Hawthorne, Paul Gibson has retired um, this this season immediately because of injury, mm. and that guy plays in a absolutely sensational club in an era that was it's hard to be matched. But in the t- three out, of, two out of the three seasons that they won the crown, he was best and fairest for the club. Right. So he's not your big players like um, Buddy Franklin, or something but, like the Buddy Franklins yeah. of Hawthorne and
2: Plugger. Bruce
1: and um, Luke Hodge and all of those sort of players um, but to the fact that he won two out of 3 Best yeah. and Fairest for the club awarded by his peers yeah. is it's pretty impressive. unreal yeah mm-hmm. but it's just I like those those key players that just don't have that huge profile
0: Yeah but stick a club together Yeah
1: mm.
2: So that's this week the in spackle AFL. The that binds the club together <laughs> What's going on in um Apple uh, Apple, I didn't get a chance to watch much of this week, but I have watched a lot of the highlights. Oh, good in depth. I know Liverpool got up. Well, I'm just going to start with the first game, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. Do you want to play your thing?
0: No, no, I've already done it. It's oh, I yeah,
2: <laughs> so United played Swansea. Can we get our own intro? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a separate one, please? Uh, it was 4-0, so clinical win by Manu. They looked really calm composed and very dominant. Pogba, Lukaku and Bailey scored, and I'm pretty scared to see how Man U fare against like a top four side, because even though they were playing Swansea, which was sort of middle table, they looked very good. Swansea just lost their one of their better players, Gilfie Sigurdsson to Everton, and I think they were reflected in the score this game. Watford played Bournemouth 2-0 to Watford, and that's a great start for Watford because they drew last week against Liverpool. Um, and Is it Bournemouth? Bournemouth. And they've just, I think they've just name. come up, okay. if I recall correctly. But uh, that down? was a fairly <laughs> clinical win. As <laughs> I said last week, Watford can turn it up
1: for Here's a team that sandwich, but
2: not great. Uh, Burnley versus West Bromwich Albion. Um, Burnley lost to WBA. Uh, Robson Carnu with a terrific goal around the 70th minute. I would have expected Burnley to do a lot better in that because they almost drew with Chelsea last week at Chelsea's home, which is an excellent effort, and to lose to West Bromwich is not great for you. Uh, (laughs) Leicester versus Brighton. Um, Leicester obviously won a few years ago. I think I mentioned a few episodes ago. Uh, Okazaki had an opening goal within the first minute, which is excellent for a team like that. Uh, And they've got a player, Jamie Vardy, who was an integral part of them winning that Premiership. Uh, a few years ago, and he looks so dangerous in the final third. Like, the highlights are all... Every every opportunity they had was started by him mm-hmm. somewhere on the field. Uh, I do understand that he's attracted a lot of interest from other clubs, and I think it's going to be really hard for Les to actually hold on to him. In fact, I'm surprised that they have for another season on from when they won. So. Can
1: I just table an interest moment for you? Table it. Just in case you're table um,
2: away ever, ever
1: struggling for one. Jamie, look at Jamie Vardy's... Um, Lead up to becoming an EPL player because he has quite a um, story to tell. Oh, excellent. The way man. he managed I will
0: actually to go and look at that
2: battle his way into where he is now. Wow,
0: okay, there you go. Don't do it yourself,
2: get him to do it. I like that.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, Liverpool played Crystal Palace, that was one nil. Mane got the winning goal for Liverpool, not until late in the game. And actually, this whole round, a lot of the wins have not come until like 60 70 minutes into the game, right. so it's been this kind of dogfight.
0: Is that, a no- is that
2: normal? Uh, you usually get one or two, like at least in the first half right. from either side. A couple of games, uh, you've waited a long time. Liverpool were unlucky, like I hate to say it because of uh, Simone and Pumba, yeah. whichever half of that, that <laughs> other guy is, to say that they actually were unlucky not to convert more than they did. Uh, it looks like Liverpool have a player, Coutinho, who's a Brazilian who's been very important for them uh, making the top four last season,
0: who looks like he's on his way to Barcelona. Do you do most of your research around those people's names? Because that guy's got an excellent name, Kotaki. Okazaki. Okazaki was the other that's guy I was going to talk about because he sounds yeah, delicious. Coutinho, like, I would yeah. order an Okazaki. And this guy's Katinya. Koutinho. Yeah, fucking great names. You just go through this and I'm going to talk about <laughs> that name.
2: That's got well, more anyone that's result. worth a grain of salt as a Liverpool supporter will know him <laughs> and know that since Barcelona sold Neymar... For that record signing which we spoke about a few weeks ago. They're now looking to fill a and void and Coutinho looks like He's here. gonna have to start his own
1: bank. You could not have that much money transferred into your account each week legally. Start <laughs> <own bank.
2: laughs> I definitely should have
0: said a it. Credit union. <laughs> it's too <hard. laughs>
2: So they won, uh, not convincingly, but convincingly if that makes sense. They should have got more conversions mm. there, but they did look dominant. I hate to say that. I really it's great that he doesn't <laughs> listen to the podcast. <laughs> because it'd be all up in my grill for saying that. Now, this is an interesting game, because I got my first bit of Twitter, uh, like, banter back and forth. with yeah, Traction, sacking. as they call yeah, it. Yeah, traction, bits. like you're a fucking four-by-four four four <laughs> off-road. <laughs> Get some traction You <laughs> know tights.
0: <laughs> Southampton
2: versus the Hammers, so West Ham. Um, West Ham's, like, record signing Arna Tovic, hilarious, mm. uh, was carded in the 30th minute, um, elbow to the face, so that was a definite red card, and that set... The tone for the whole game. Um, Southampton got a goal and they conceded another penalty in the 36th minute, right? So it's two 0 up to Southampton, right? And you're thinking with West Ham with 10 men, this is going to be easy for them to do. Hernandez, uh, who not a great name, you, who used to play for Manchester United, doubled got a double for uh, the Hammers to bring it level. So to two two. Are and- you
0: getting to the Twitter story? Did I miss it? Yeah, well, that's what oh, I'm... saying. So you're getting there? I'm okay,
2: getting so, so, there. I've written a story here. Yeah, no, that's good. Sorry, I'm just You just sure. go to the end of the Da Vinci Code and read it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you read the Da Vinci Code.
2: <laughs> that's the joke, right? And... <laughs> these are the jokes. It was looking great for the Hammers to draw from that, like, getting a penalty against them. And, um, and I should add that the penalty call in the 36th minute was legit. That was a great call by Lee Mason, the referee. There was then a penalty in the 90th minute... Uh, to Southampton and they converted that a soft penalty that yep. that no one that Lee Mason should not have should called. not have called not a great. And name. so my boy Ryan at Eagle-eyed Kiwi and Mario Siegs
0: oh Eagle-eyed Kiwi yeah
2: both uh, weighed in and were just expressing how robbed they're both Hammers fans yeah how robbed they both felt at that last penalty and Lee Mason had been refing that game like a boss yeah and he is one of those guys that's a great referee, yeah. and unfortunately got that one wrong. But when you're 10 men down, you've already given one penalty to give a second soft penalty, mm. and that changes the outcome of the game. The Hammers were... Did they say, what did they say? Did
0: you screenshot I or? didn't screenshot
2: it. I mean, it was just like, yeah. you know, we're Rest robbed, fault. this is fucking bullshit. Into, so Mario um, Sieg's ref's fault. Sorry? Did Mario Sieg's ref's fault? Not ref's fault. That wasn't a penalty, was his words.
0: And, and, and I'm inclined to agree with him. They should look who gave into the penalty? The um, The ref? <laughs> So it was a rest fault for yeah, giving whoa. It must have been the refs <laughs> fault. That's interesting, Mario. Yeah, Or it could have been at uh, Eagle Eye.
2: Either way, there was some good debate. They're thinking that, though, the that West Ham do look safe in the Premier League. They played well. If they're doing that well with 10 men, then surely yep. they'll hold on to a spot there. Stoke versus Arsenal. Chuck the phone out the window. This paints a picture of how it's going to go oh, all nice. fucking goddamn season. 77.7% uh. possession by the end of the game and we lose...
0: Oof. <laughs> one nil.
2: This is, is an Arsenal fan's, What what's the opposite of a wet dream, like a yeah. wet nightmare? It is just dry, It is just a fucking I think they call it a nightmare. bullshit to the dry alarm. No one wants to. I mean, we love watching Arsenal ping the ball around the park, but if it leads to nothing, then everyone gets super frustrated. Wenger out is the call. Uh, is that I'm what not, you're saying? No, I'm not saying oh. that, but that's what everyone else is saying. I'm not so bold as to go there. Uh, the defence looks shit. You know, it is just like a wet... It's like the Wallabies defence on Saturday night. Um, I'm not going to dwell on this one too long because all Arsenal fans, if there are any people that listen to this, know that this is very, uh, it's not unusual mm. for that to happen. To, to, that's a, that should be an easy game for us to win and get some points. Where's your mate with a great name in the front? Lacazette?
0: Yeah, he's a he great was, man. He was playing,
2: didn't really seem to Why, feature. Why didn't he crack one? Oh,
0: we'll it doesn't ask sound him. like they playing.
2: Stoke in, in Arsenal's very minute defence are a tough team to play. Stoke have a dogged defence. Ryan Shawcross in the back line has played there for a long time. Shawcross
0: is a great name. (laughs) They're the kind of team
2: that park men behind the ball and they'll play long balls and, like, they'll very rarely get out of their own half, but to try and get inside that defence. And as I was saying, you know, in other podcasts, Arsenal want to play it into the goal. They're not willing to just have a go. They want to play it into the
0: goal. And against a team like Stoke, that can prove very frustrating for you. It's like when you play FIFA and they have all these funny little... Like medals that you can get for doing particular things, and they're constantly trying to get gold medal for just not shooting, just passing. Yeah, like how close in. can you get the ball before <laughs> yeah. you shoot it? Stoke.
2: So we should have beaten them. I'm not defending that, but out of all the teams that are in the Premier League that never win, but have also been there for like close to ten years, Stoke are one that. can but be But
1: they're a the team f- that's have those, pain in the ass. Uh, those headlines that have upset Chelsea, upset Man U, yeah. yeah. upset uh, yeah,
2: and Man City. they've got a They've got a. a a psychology of playing long ball football as well. Like a lot of men behind the ball, dink it up, see what happens. And if you draw...
0: From short cross to long balls.
2: No. Everyone. And they also do this no, thing no, no, where no. they had a... I can't remember what his name was. They put him was. in the back line. They, have, <laughs> short cross, they have a... If you get a throw-in in the opposing third, they won't throw it to a player. They'll throw it... They've always got one player who's got this absolute, like...
0: <laughs> used to play in the NFL. ...throw sort of a fucking <laughs> yeah. throw
2: and will throw Tom it Tom Brady's it. The, yeah, into the, <laughs> the box. Like that stokes play to a T and can be very frustrating. So... Yeah. Should have won. That's that's all it's played. I think tomorrow morning is Chelsea and Tottenham, which will be a great game to see how Tottenham go against the top four team. But that's the week in fucked up Premier League.
0: Well, <laughs> uh, okay, great. Yeah, I was gonna say we've also K Bay's son, Big City, is a Man City fan. Oh, he's gonna throw you a text about this one that we might read out next time. But it's on tonight. He reckons Man City. K-Bay, Eagle. bay Oh, Say it into the mic. Yeah. Oh, you can ask just Yeah, Cogra bay
2: I look forward to that text. Don't diss the Cogra bay I... <laughs> He <laughs> disses <laughs> him every he week. He does more in the show yeah. than you do. Most of the time. My son is going to text you. He <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: lost some feathers today, but he'll be preening tomorrow.
0: Are you done? <laughs> Thank you. Miguel, while you're asking silent questions into a microphone while it's on, you can keep going. What's your wow moment? Uh, this so I sat down and watched the Bledersloe Cup last
2: night with Pat Picante. <laughs> wow. I haven't watched a, a great date. It wasn't really a date, but yeah, it was great that the game it was on. A uh, I haven't watched a, a union game in a long time, but that was an absolute drubbing, trouncing, whatever you want to call it. I think New Zealand got six, six tries, and I know that New Zealand are a dominant force in, in union. Like, that's no surprise to me. When I used to watch Union when I was a kid, I felt like the Wallabies were kind of like on an even keel yeah. Yeah, yeah. with New Zealand. But they're obviously just... You're thinking
0: and... 99-03, am I right in that assertion? Is yes. that when you're thinking a kid yeah. is? That's yeah, that's when I
2: used to watch it a lot. I was really into it. It was an excellent game to watch in terms of like, because I know that Union can be quite boring in what for me personally with all the kicking and it's quite <laughs> slow and a lot of like pushing the mall forward. This was like rugby league on roids. I mean, New Zealand are quick passing the ball... Um, and they got six tries in the first half and the Wallabies defense looked shit. Like you've watched the Tigers all season, so you're used to watching shit defense.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you watched blow. this
2: game, Ooh, but this was a joke. I mean, mm-hmm. a guy would run through the line and the wallabies would just like like they're jogging with them to keep pace and yeah. offer them encouragement <laughs> to get to the to get
0: to the try line. It was
2: outrageous. Yeah. I they kind would of felt have
0: had like seventy-seven Seventy-seven percent possession. There was
2: a period where it was like the last ten minutes of play or five minutes of play. It was a hundred percent. Yeah. New Zealand possession, which is why 40, New Zealand won. Forty missed tackles in the first.
0: So um, maybe I'm setting you up start
2: watching. Um, so New, New Zealand, Zealand,
0: New Zealand had seventy. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> New Zealand had seventy-seven percent possession and won the game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking tiger joked <laughs> me. i <I'll throw laughs> awesome, like you, dickhead. Nah. Uh,
2: 40 missed tackles by the Wallabies, and I know in that's in the first half. In the first half, yeah. So that's one missed tackle a minute, and also by the end of it, uh, the Wallabies had conceded one point a minute. Also, so <laughs> yeah. by some root, like some crude maths, one missed tackle equals one point. Tell the people who didn't watch it what the score was. Like, it was, but f- well, that's what pisses me off is because I was now watching this uh, as someone that's interested in New Zealand breaking some records, and because they are a class team, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it didn't reflect. It was like. F- 54-32 or something. I think it's fifty four, thirty four. Yeah, because the, the Wallabies, Wallabies came many back points.
0: in the second half. I mean, New Zealand obviously just switched off. Oh, well, most of got... them got on the bus. Yeah, they, some of them were in the shower. Some were already on the bus. <laughs> yeah, they uh, their wives were out there kissing them. The kids were already out there walking around. It was kick to kick really for New Zealand. By then, what I love about, still it, didn't get about, about we the, the New Zealand, Zealand team is their on.
2: commitment, obviously, to rugby because it's their only quality sport that they're the best in the world at. Ooh, but I they love commit, Australia. they commit themselves fully to the sport. Every time someone is interchanged, they shake hands with every player on the interchange bench, coaches and everyone. That's, like, a thing that they do. And also, and this is the critical point, mm. they have matching boots. Do they? Shut up, really? Pat Papakandi will refute this towards the end when they start to bring on an interchange. I think the first 15 have matching boots. You know Fuck. how you get rugby is yeah, yeah. full of neon or, like, fluoro yeah. boots? They're all black all sp- Adidas. Yeah. All black Adidas wow. boots. And that is the secret. And the next step... It's Black strapping tape. Because I was listening
0: that... to an interview by mm-hmm. with Sterlo well, yeah. and Craig Bellamy, two of the most trusted, well, for me, the most trusted brands in rugby league. And Craig Bellamy was saying one of the reasons why the culture in Melbourne is so good because they've spent two off-seasons, Bellamy and his, his managing football manager, spent two off-seasons with the All Blacks who were welcome to any football team to come and have a look other than probably international other rugby union teams. And he said that... New Zealand is constantly saying good people make good players. And so yeah. they only take people who are going to put in the effort to do charitable work or who aren't D-bags or whatever because that makes a better organisation. And so that whole handshaking thing, although that probably isn't specifically new, unique.
2: The only is I can is, think it is it's
0: actually watching Cam Smith when he came off the other day. I was trying to think, I have seen that all the time, but I saw Cam Smith come off the other day and he shook everyone's hand and maybe that's a... New Zealand thing that Bellamy's taken. I don't know. This
2: is me watching a Union game having for the, not first, time yeah. the yeah. first time. for the first time in a long time. But they were my observations. But the matching boots, I was most impressed with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, I am too. Yeah.
2: Miguel, Usually what do you please. got? Uh, no, Miguel, Pedro, what do you got? Oh, I started with it. Wow, well, the Sydney
1: Swans mm, absolutely yeah. pulling out a ripping um, game, and they're calling Buddy Franklin's goal from. They took it from his d his um, fifty in the defense. Ran the whole wing, the left-hand side wing, and then bounced a few times, lost control of it, yeah, three games, really. and yeah. then just pinged it straight through the middle. And that was um, just great signs for the Sydney Swans and gives me um, great excitement for the
0: finals. So, wow. And you've only got one. Do you <laughs> <just> want <laughs> me to keep going? No, I usually have at no, least three. Yeah. Wow, that's my moment of the day. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I pull myself in line. <laughs> Mine is our National Rugby League football team, the Gilaroos are heading to PNG for the first time ever to represent us in the only country in the world whose national sport is rugby league, would you believe? Uh, here are some details at Uh The Gillaroos will join the Prime Minister's team for the first time in Papua New Guinea in September to play the first ever match at the National Football Stadium in Port Moresby. The Jillaroo's will take on the PNG National Women's side in the penultimate match of an exciting triple header on Saturday, the twenty third of September, that will open an under 16s match between New South Wales Rugby League Young Achievers and the PNG Selected side, before culminating, culminating in the annual PNG Kumuls and Prime Minister's Thirteen Clash. The squad of twenty four women will be selected in September before ascending, assembling on the Gold Coast for a training camp the following Sunday. Jillaroo's coach Brad. Donald was looking forward to seeing his side take the field to create history and what is a genuine selection trial for the upcoming Women's Rugby League in November. This is a fantastic f- step forward in the growth of the game and it is an exciting opportunity that our Women's Rugby Pathways will provide, McDonald said. It's undoubtedly being a mem- memorable experience. Very few athletes ever get to represent their nation overseas, let alone in such passionate rugby league-loving nation like Papua New Guinea i will be watching it closely to see how everyone handles the occasion, which is, again, my impression of what I think that coach will sound okay. like. <laughs> the Gillaroos and the Prime Minister's 13 squad will also be involved in a series of events, and this is my real big wow bit, other than the ladies, community of visits and coaching clinics just around Papua New Guinea, which is, which is supported by the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade. So not only are they making history by going and representing us over there, the ladies, but then they're doing a whole bunch of lovely work while they're there. Fucking love it. What an excellent news story, and I'm loving the women's rugby league surge. I'm also looking forward to seeing this squad announcement and the legendary forward Ruan Sims retain her captaincy, and my other favourite Caitlin Moran also getting her guernsey.
1: Well, hopefully it goes smoothly for them because in PNG it's not very um, stable at the moment after their election. Mm. So it's um, hopefully yeah, rugby league
2: can unite <laughs> they might them have all. To stop a coup while they're there. <laughs> Tackling <Yeah>. or not. <laughs> watching from the
0: sideline, watching like an eagle hawk. So. I'll keep going with my uh, Eagle Hawk. My Eagle Hawk moment this week is flown to us all the way from sunny California. The San Diego Chargers, as they were once known, have moved to Los Angeles. And I fucking hate that already by the way. I used to be a Chargers fan, but anytime you move a team, it's too American <laughs> shitty sport for me. I can't I can't deal. This town already is crowded with fickle teams in every major American sporting code inherit um which also has inherited the LA Rams a few years ago, for the first time this season, also has the LA Chargers. But get this. This came from the CBS News story, and you're going to fucking love this. So they already have the Lakers and they have the Clippers Clippers. and they have the ice hockey teams. They have Dodgers Kings, and the 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 Mighty Ducks. I love (laughs) you. They do. I know, but you just... And the Mighty Ducks. (laughs) Fucking excellent team. Okay, but anyway, so this came from CBS News. The Chargers Chargers aren't going to go... (laughs) No, I'm not going to do it. Going to -to (laughs) face-to-face on the field this season. The Chargers aren't going to face a challenge on the field this season when they attempt to make the playoffs for the first time in 2013. They'll also be challenged off the field. In Los Angeles now, the Chargers are fighting with the Rams for supremacy of the Los Angeles NFL market. They aren't off to the best start. Earlier this offseason, their new logo was ridiculed when it was unveiled. Then they were booed at a Clippers-Lakers game. On Sunday, for a preseason debut, the Chargers failed to draw a crowd bigger than LA Galaxy, which is a soccer team they have there, which is another t- fickle <laughs> team they have. Their solution, offer free tattoos. Uh, oh, excellent. Uh, I shit you not. Uh, <laughs> wow. Is that a fucking joke? No. As first reported by Sam Farmer on the Los Angeles Times, the Chargers are offering free <laughs> team-themed tattoos on Tuesday. You're fucking kidding
1: Didn't man. you say earlier that the logo was ridiculed? Yeah, but on a team
0: themed. <laughs> you can get you can unridicule it by getting a bunch of people to tattoo it. <laughs> anyway, so farmer story states the Chargers who spent the past fifty five years in San Diego are looking to leave a mark in their new city in part by paying for team themed tattoos. During a twelve hour window this Tuesday which I think is coming up, anyone listening to us in America, from 1pm to 1am, which are the key tattoo times, (laughs) the the team will fit the bill for anyone who wants to get inked with one of an array of Charger tattoos at the Shamrock Social Club in West Hollywood. It's just one way to show our appreciation to fans and to let them know that we're always thinking creatively about how they can put <laughs> their hands up and say they love the Chargers," uh, said Jeffrey Pollock, a Chargers special advisor. Some of the <laughs> special is in like um, <laughs> some of the best. <laughs> fucking hell. Some of the best. What TV a terrible shows idea! At the moment, I'm you, it's nightmares. Up. Far
2: out. I reckon I can see a whole episode. Who are they hoping to the ink enough people that they've got that ink and they just feel so? poorly for getting a tattoo that they just feel obligated to support the Chargers you. for like forever. Yeah. Regardless of how they actually feel about
0: them Patty day. Squid, your eighteen big guy. Fly over there. Get yourself done with yeah. the Tigers, the Chargers and a spurt. Just a little BFS. um
2: footnote, the
1: Chargers may not be there the whole time, so And <laughs> you do well. will love
0: that the <laughs> Oakland Raiders are moving as well. <laughs> to Las Vegas. Oh yeah, no, I did know that. Yeah. But Oakland was close to Los Angeles. That was kind of
2: Yeah, I can't I mean how far away is Las Vegas from LA like a few hours, I would In assume. terms of that's Australia, it it's huge. In it's terms of America, it's very
0: close. Oh, it's not far? We're getting confirmation that it's not far. No, you could drive. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, but same with San Diego. That's only an hour drive as well to Los Angeles. So they're expecting, that's the other thing that clubs ask, is that they expect the San Diego fans to drive up. Who and were the Rams with before they went to LA? San? No, San... Louis. San Louis. Yeah. Thanks. I knew if I just kept saying, saying, you'd work in XP.
2: Say my my Sant. Speaking of
0: things you might know, what's your eagle
2: stitch up? Uh, my eagle stitch up. I jumped on this earlier this week, and I haven't actually done a lot of research into it, but it's just fucked up anyway. Was Aaron Mullen earlier this week? Oh, yeah, please in, tell me about this. I no, well, saw it. I, I saw it on Twitter, and I only read like a third of this article posted by the Daily Telegraph
0: <laughs> because that's with all with pictures anyone can of
2: get to. <laughs> Uh, I guess prior to when she was on the footy show, like doing other bits on other shows, presenting. And I don't even know what the assertion of the article was. I think it was that she doesn't look as good she didn't look as good then as mm. she does now. So that's fucked up mm. for a variety of reasons. Yep. But I was just astonished at the like lack of substance to anything in this article. And also, <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Telegraph being fucking cowardly dogs, you go to the author, <laughs> you go to author. Authored by Daily Telegraph. Oh. Not even any one person. That and so, Twitter Sphere was blowing up, at least the people that I follow, and I'm sure you probably saw a lot of people mm. perhaps getting fired up about it. Uh, the worst thing being is that I feel like, and a lot of people feel like, and it's probably true, is that whenever you post something or uh, reveal your indignation about the whole thing, that that's exactly what the article was designed to yeah. do is to get a bunch yeah, of, a bit of fucking publicity. nerds fired up about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
2: I mean, I've always known the Daily Telegraph to be um, producing shonky at best journalism, yeah. but this takes the cake as something that has absolutely no anything about it. I couldn't even tell you yeah. what it was about. Unless I'm missing something, I'd love for someone to tell me that I'm missing no. some kind of key, key story or key happening.
0: And that's my eagle hawk. The fact that, I mean, she was on the footage show the other day and, and fell out of a chair just Did because she? it moved or something. That ran for like four days of yeah. fucking shit. There's something about the, I don't know why the telly hates her so much. She must have, maybe she left them or something. Maybe she I, I don't know. Them? That's what I'm saying about, uh, and yeah, I'm no, not saying no that sense. that
2: justifies them writing oh, this, this dud article about her, mm. but I feel like I'm missing something. It was the most ridiculous read, mm. most of the telly stuff is, but. That's what I got. That's <laughs> sure. no, worse.
0: And worth bringing up. I appreciate it. Doogie how's what do you got?
2: My Eagle Hawk has
1: been the coaching dilemmas for a whole bunch of clubs. But what's drew, drew me to this moment was having a look at knowing Des Hasler's been on the line for a long time, Neil Henry, that's in the AFL, Nathan Buckley, who mm. is like this golden child of Collingwood. Um, there's been a few of them in the AFL that... Um, James Heard too, who they finished playing their absolute golden boys of their club. They couldn't. A lot of their fans couldn't imagine life without them. He went. There was a succession plan between um, himself and Mick Malthouse. This is Buckley. Yep. Yep. Nathan Buckley took over Mick Malthouse's job, and Malthouse, who was an absolute machine and won a lot of um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of um, premierships with them, but he wasn't happy in the end when. Um, Nathan Buckley took over and you could there was a bit of issues. But Nathan Buckley has been there for six years now and has ridden them from being a top eight side in finals every year, pretty much, with Malthouse, to finishing his first season in fourth and then has been – this is an ABC article – and has gone from fourth to sixth to the 11th to 12th to 12th and now is sitting in 13th place Ooh. this season. So – as a coach, if you can do that to a team yeah. and fall that hard from grace, particularly a club like Collingwood, it's like and consistently like that's mm, dropped
0: and dropped, and now they're yeah. consistently twelfth. Towards-
1: It'll be like uh, Brisbane Broncos just yeah. falling from grace, but there are a huge amount of supporters still for him, and they're starting to blame the management and the mm. um, leadership behind the football club. Anything so but him. It's this real weird. Like when you look into it, there's this really weird like, balance between it's maybe his coaching but not his coaching. It may be the management that is supporting him and making poor decisions. Mm. And it's just this really weird blur of... I mean,
2: depending on what you feel for a club, you'd look for, like, someone else to blame. Like, if I loved yeah. the coach of a team, I would look for yeah. something else to blame for...
1: But it almost but, is yeah. this golden
2: child sense. Like he'll yeah. he'll
1: do good. Like he was an amazing player. He's yeah, got to be an amazing coach. Come but good. I just don't get that vibe from him. And there's a whole bunch of not a Collingwood supporter. So no, but like seriously, like, yeah, coaching is an art. You've got to like you've been yeah. a good player Man, means minutes. you're going to be a good. You must have a good brain for the game. But it doesn't mean you're going to be a great coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Rodney Aide who. Once coached, the um, Sydney Swans has been sacked from the Gold Coast Suns. Mm. So there is going to be a whole bunch of movement in the AFL in terms of coaching and it's just so interesting to hear a person like Buckley holding on to his job after such yeah. a poor record.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, we're well, looking at tipping. We obviously need a soundbite for that. So if anyone in the Twitter sphere or Facebook or Instagram can think of a great one I can send us a great uh, soundbite, I really feel like we need one. <laughs> Uncle Tim wasn't really here for last week's tipping, so we're not really sure. Oh, we got the results. Yeah. How many did uh, Hugo get?
1: You're all five. Yay. Can I just say um, my nights? We're all five pick, by the way. Victory. My night's pick was. I was a little bit disappointed that they didn't upset the um,
2: Melbourne <laughs> you Storm. You got last one week. upset this week. All right, that's enough for you. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Set that's down down both of you. Really. That was a lock of the week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so both on five. All three of us are on five. Uh, that's excellent. And thanks for keeping track of that, uh, Uncle Tim. Uncle Tim does it when he's not even here. not he? What a <laughs> no, I think that sexy smell did turn up just at the end of that podcast. So oh, yeah. I may remember it now. Okay, so let's look at next week. Get your fingers tapping, Uncle Tim. Next week, the, the Thursday night game up at the uh, horse stables is Brisbane and Parramatta Seals. Who do you like? Brisbane. Brisbane. I'm also going to take Brisbane. Friday, the first game, the pub game, as Twill likes to call it. We've got the Canberra, who are... Oh, I don't think I said this before, but I think Canberra's out. I don't think Canberra can now make the finals. Oh, really? I think I read that. Uh, so you've got the Raiders and Newey. Who do you like? I'd still like the Raiders, even if they... This is at Felmer, uh, Mel Mendingus, My Finger Stadium. Yeah. You still like Canberra? It's... Even what if they, they can't make the Yeah. No, I'm going to take the clap as well. That's... Can right you guys. write plus one, plus one on. to P-Doctor? Uh, the late <laughs> game is Australia's greatest football team versus the Cows, and that's at Seatown Stadium. I'll be going to that if, you do, if if anyone in the room wants to go, or if anyone Sphere is going to be there, I'll well, be at the Cows game. On. Friday night, thanks for listening. I'll go to the snow, so, sorry, oh, <sighs> sorry. So, I
2: actually really wanted to go, and then I just remembered right then that that's happening. It's all downhill from here. But i you know, tip the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. No, I'm going to go like... the Tigers.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: legitimately tipping the Tigers. I'm not in that sure. blind faith kind of way. I really think we'll beat the Cows. Of 2005. That's right. On Saturday, the first game, we've got the Shaitans and the Dogs, and that's, that's a fucking the wow. This is game. a rounding
2: for the bottom, isn't it? I feel like the ball is just going to stay in the middle of the park.
1: <laughs> the plane's is going to be we touch it? <laughs> what do we do? Holds it. You oh, lose this. <laughs> well, the bulldogs upset my the downward decline. So, oh, I've got to get oh, on, yeah. I've got to get on the titans to ride them back down.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm gonna get on the titans. Yeah, I, I'll get the Titans as well because I really want the dogs to bottom out. You're right. Fairy tale on. Um, Oh, also, yesterday when I was looking at the odds for that game, the Tigers and Cows game, sorry to go back to it, we were favourites. Still are. Weird. Yeah, we're paying $1.85. 83 to... 93 or something. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, The second Saturday game is in the Muddy Yarra and that's with the Storms and the Rabbits.
1: Well, the Storms beat the Knights this week, so... it's one (laughs) shit team, they'll beat another (laughs) shit team. (laughs) Yeah, Storm Storm for sure. Storm for
0: me. Storms, 100%. They're going to charge to the GF from here on out, I think. Uh, last game on Saturday is at the Fish Bowl and it's Fish and Chips first, the rooting stars. The Sharks. Uh, roosters. Yeah, Roosters for sure. You're really tipping Fish and Chips. Yeah, mate. Okay. Great for us. Uh, Sunday, the first game, of course, um, anyone but Manly's playing that game. So the New Zealand will play Anyone but Manly, and that's at Irony Stadium? <laughs> Irony because it's called Mount Smart.
2: Yeah, you made that joke last I'm just telling,
0: uh, crowd, that. just telling the crowd. Thanks clarifying that. Just sound the crowd is now distracted. <laughs> so oh. what is it? Manly and... So you're not even listening anyway. Yeah. I'm going to support the Cogger Bay Eagle. Yeah, I've got K-Bay for this one. Yeah, level. i got K-Bay for this one and also. Is he going over? And also... <laughs> Let's show you now. Is he going over support. for I doubt it. But also, New Zealand won't win another game here, I keep saying. it. And the last game of the round has the Penny Panthers up against the Dragons and that's in the Frozen Oak. Penny Panthers, city on the grey.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I'm running for mayor in 2019. I'm going for the roof. Yeah, um, I think Wait, the, Dragons, the Dragons The Dragons are going to turn up. I'm going to take the Dragons. No, they haven't turned I up for so. a while.
1: But When was know, the last I... forfeit in, in rugby league? Forfeit?
2: Yeah. For You'll see it.
0: Titans, Bulldogs. Oh, so went, 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 went. 1909, I can tell you. Oh, you know what? I realized the other day. Tell me, tell me that story. Do you know the story? Nineteen oh nine. Oh, they would they're not going to play. Yeah, and then, then one team
1: turned up and rabbits turned room. up. Yeah,
0: and do you know what actually physically happened? No, they kicked off, picked the ball up, and scored, and so that was they won because of that. I'm thinking, what if they? What if they? What if they toss a coin? What if they tossed the coin and they like elected to receive? And then, oh no! Oh, the ball's are sitting on the tee for 80 minutes. Fuck! What if they like knocked on or kicked I down really on the I really want line, to get, get the ball! or Looking down on the ball it would have been a restart. They would have had done it another day. Anyway, you're lucky, Rabbits. And Got also, a point. Go fuck yourself, Rabbits. You should never have done that. I hereby declare Miami to be Smooth Jimmy's luck of the Week. So, Miguel, how did um, P Doctor's Lock go this week?
2: I can safely say that P Doctor's lock was a success. Golden but, shiny. And it was that's an excellent lock. I, that's
0: a very satisfying lock, I feel for you. Diggy Howser, do you know how well Miguel's one went?
1: Um
0: what, did you put a lock on? Oh,
1: wow.
2: <laughs> I fucking locked it up. <laughs> I locked it up. He had a
1: 77, uh, 77% right. 77.7% <laughs>
2: <77. laughs> lock. Normally, you When win. you're right, seventy-seven percent of the time. You're wrong,
0: 23. Yeah. And of course, my baseball one got up. Uh, what, has anyone got a lock for this week? I do.
2: What do you got? i got Man City against Bournemouth this week, this coming week in the Premier League. That's going Man to be City a fucking drumming, I reckon.
0: Really? Yeah. What do you got, um, Doctor?
1: The Swans are going to make the top four, so they're going to beat Carlton this week.
0: Ooh. Excellent. I'm uh, now that I've made my sandwich bet with you. I'm now going to go to a rugby league one, and I'm going to take Melbourne to beat South because that's definitely going to happen. Sandwich bets. We've also got to get a sandwich, a soundbite for sandwich bets. I feel. Mm. What are we doing with those? Have you got any? You got any to make? Swans to be in the GF. Oofed. I'm going to. will take it. I'll take that against. Ooh. There's two sandwiches. Swans to be in the grand final. I like it. Oh, shaking hands. Yeah. You got one?
2: Against. So if they don't make it, I'll get a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. We both yeah, get a sandwich. I'm fucking taking that. Yeah. Have yeah. you got a sandwich? Better? That Someone's was it. riding his nah, pony That's hard. it. That's
0: all I've got. Okay. Anyone want to take cows will beat the tigers? Because yeah. I have the tigers. I genuinely don't think they will. So. Okay. I'll take cows then. Cows will beat the tigers.
2: But you... Okay. Sure. Great. Yeah, let's hook it up. Hey, you, you know how you didn't you're you getting a fucking tip-top salami sandwich. <laughs> you know how you didn't make you're sandwich good. bets for a
1: long time was because you took stupid sandwich bets like this.
0: <laughs> Just wait. Just want to know. Everybody knows. I mean, I am the biggest tiger. I love the tigers the most. But I love betting. And now <laughs> I love gambling. Then, <laughs> sandwich betting, I should say. And now, when the tigers win, I will happily give miguela sandwich because I'll be celebrating, or I will cry myself into the bread that you have to give me. So can't lose. Uh, you can lose, which means that's pretty- us <laughs> We'll lose. Uh, let's get to this bit.
1: And all your supporters turning up.
2: Thank you very much. Yeah, bra.
0: <laughs> Still love that. So my first thank yous, and yes, I've got more than one. My first thank you goes out to the big Waz dog. who who reviewed us on uh, Facey, five stars. (laughs) That's exactly what Rutley sounds like too. I thought he was here. (laughs) Wow, what a pleasure it is to to introduce my supple ears to this podcast on a weekly basis. I will surely go down in the annuals of history alongside the pyramids, the Great Wall of China, the internet, (laughs) and Tom Brady's right arm is one of the greatest feats of humanity. Each week, the biggest tiger, along with his usual cohort of sports, Doogie Hauser, MD, and Miguel Sanchez, keep me up to date with all things NRL, AFL, and EPL. As if this isn't enough, they also go, they also throw in commentary on all manner of interesting sports <coughs> going on in the weird, wacky world of sports. I cannot recommend this podcast enough <laughs> <laughs> for anyone from a sports fanatic or just a casual sports fan looking for a good laugh. Keep up the good work, legends, and you'll have a listener for life. Are you Are not going to read the rest? P.S. <laughs> I look forward to hearing more chat on Tom Brady's right Um Excellent, Wazdog. Wow. An excellent impression of Wazdog also. <laughs> and look, only because it was such a lovely thing, I had to make a joke out of it, and also you're such a close friend. Go fuck yourself. Paddy Squid <laughs> also did something great that I'm going to thank you. Thank yous to Paddy Squid at paddysills 17 Trying to get featured on the At Sports BFS podcast, so I got this fully sick, legit tattoo. Go give him a follow. And he has an excellent piece of paper that he's hand-drawn at Sports BFS for life and stuck it on his leg. Patty Seals, Thanks, Tuesday Patty this week
1: there's a Chargers um, special in Los Angeles. Yeah, one to one. Get a real tat.
0: That's right.
1: Fire up, yeah. well,
0: who? Oh no, sorry, it's the doctor. Doctor, who are you thank using?
1: Well, it's funny because I, I wanted to say thank you to Russell for wasting twenty minutes of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Reading the thing, <laughs> looking at Tom I Brady's think we just right lost arm. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to um, look at um, into Tom Brady. I know he's a um, great quarterback, excellent quarterback, and all the rest. But I literally searched Tom Brady's right arm and went through images. It was the greatest 20 minutes of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I wanted to thank uh, Rutley for that. But also um, I had a moment today where I was talking to my lovely lady and she was saying if it's not you spending your Sunday evenings with um, in the tiniest closet in Balmain... <laughs> Covered. You're, seem to be You're talk- in the closet, no, we're the in the closet.
0: cupboard.
1: <laughs> you seem to be talking to our neighbour endlessly on a weekend and you have no time for me. So I just want to say thank you to my lovely wife and tell you I appreciate you and that I would love to spend as much time talking to you as I do to our neighbour. <laughs> it's, it's all about relations.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm thank Ratley that wasn't on there before, but... It's a very nice thing for him to say. Yeah. And I'm actually excited because the uh, NFL is kicking off pretty soon. Mm. So I'll have plenty of coverage for him in a sport that he actually understands. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> he's a bit of a knuckle dragger. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most obvious <laughs> thank yous I've ever heard. <laughs> Fuck you, Rutley. Thank you for letting us smash you <laughs> while well, you can't respond. Because reading something like that is so uncharacteristic Yeah, of nice. like him. Yeah. I don't know what his agenda is. Yeah. <laughs> Number two is Mario Seeks, who yeah. seems like a good bloke. Obviously, never met him. He's a good bloke, uh, but I have he met does him. weigh in with some great bits about
0: different sports, which is really great. And obviously, Paddy Sills. Yeah, Paddy Sills. And an well. Excellent human. And, uh, and yeah, the other thing is Mario is, uh, without tagging us, talking to people on the Twitter sphere saying, this is a great podcast, you should listen to it. But something like sp- that,
2: just the things he says about sport yeah, are
0: insightful and not stupid, <laughs> which is hard to find on Twitter. They say cometh the hour cometh the man or as Mike's sexual orientations have said cometh the minute <laughs> cometh the man <laughs> Minutes now Mike Yeah At any rate <laughs> That's an improvement <laughs> That's an improvement on the average <laughs> At any rate we've come to the end Missing us already? <laughs> then get involved with us through the socials You can find The Doctor on Twitter at P Doctor At P Doctor Or Miguel at at Schmick Riviera and me at the biggest tiger find the pod on faithy and give us a share and a review via sports bffs and we will unfortunately <laughs> like Russell <we've> got <laughs> smashed you can also find the pod on insta and twitter through sports bffs where you can we encourage you to give us questions or comments uh, or just ban michael please don't forget to subscribe and review on itunes because the apple robots love that shit and with that, please tune in next week to find out from the doctor who took a shot at goal, missed but is still given a point, Miguel telling us the excitement of watching people pretend to hurt themselves well enough to be given a chance to kick a ball and a man wearing gloves, and from me explaining in nauseating detail how the West Tigers can still win the NRL Premiership again. Talk to you then, sports best friends.